Hey there, you're listening to Combo Breaker, a one-two punch of enthusiasm. Every other week, I come at you with something that I'm enjoying, and I hope that maybe you might enjoy it too. I'm Cole, and I'm glad you're here. Let's get to it. This week, I'm talking about Dr. Slump, a manga written and illustrated by Akira Toriyama that ran from 1980 to 1984. It also had an anime that ran for 243 episodes. As of this recording, Dr. Slump is available to watch on Tubi, and I'll be honest, it hasn't grabbed me the same way the manga has, but that could just be me and where I'm at right now. I don't know. I will also have the caveat here that there are some problematic imagery and some random issues of the manga, and there, and that's not to be overlooked. It makes me uncomfortable, so do tread lightly and be aware that it is either the written content for some issues or just in the illustrations in the background. But so yeah, there have been some bits I've just yeeted myself out of. Warning. As y'all probably know, my favorite manga I've read is Sandland, which is by Akira Toriyama as well. And I love the aesthetic of Dragon Quest and Dragon Ball, and I knew Dr. Slump was around in the manga and anime and video games. But it wasn't until I was at a used bookstore that I found a lot of Dr. Slump. Not all of it, but I have many books. And I've had them for a while and have just recently started reading them. Dr. Slump is fun because it's like, this is going to sound ridiculous because this is a lot of comics, but things happen and time elapses, but sometimes the characters don't recall the things that happened in former comics. So then it may happen again in some weird fashion or they remember the most buck wild things. I guess that's just comics or animation, but but maybe Penguin Village is so buck wild to me that it, it just seems more extreme. Oh yeah, Dr. Slump takes place in Penguin Village, and like Dragon Ball has humans living alongside anthropomorphic animals and things, I guess. Uh, that's that's the best way I can say it. Senbei Noramaki is, I guess, a self-proclaimed genius and inventor. He creates Arale, a Noramaki, who is a robot girl who has super strength, but also, like, needs glasses, so she's not this, like, perfect android robot situation. I like that her shortcomings are that she needs glasses. And the manga focuses a lot on Arale's adventures and how they impact Senbei's life, and I guess her lack of understanding for, like, human beingness. Perhaps that's, like, robot naivete- a lot of the humor is like lowbrow poop jokes, literally or figuratively, uh, and parodies of Japanese and American culture, which are really great to kind of explore Japanese and American culture with like an android that doesn't understand what being a human is always like. Less interesting bits are Senbei's shit-ass attempts at meeting women. It's shit-ass because he's a pervert and I dislike him most of the time until he has these moments that that where he like exhibits his paternal instincts uh because he's a caring father figure for Arale uh it's i don't know i don't i guess he is the father figure in the story he he tries to propose that he's like the older brother i don't know um i just prefer i guess he's usually the butt of the joke um and I, i'm into that perhaps it's just the bite-sized stories and the fantastical slice of bizarre life penguin village contains but I have just been really enjoying reading a story or two here and there, and Arale is awesome. She's a super powerful android in the body of like a, I don't know, like a six or seven year old. 
she perhaps has some awareness of the world as like a, a a kid, not toddler, but like a kid. I don't know. She's incredibly strong, like, but she's an. I, I guess I'm, what I'm trying to say is like she's an android, right? She's super strong. She doesn't have like when I think androids, I think of like encyclopedic knowledge uh, that we often associate with like cybernetic beings. Like, if you make if you make a robot, wouldn't you want it to be the best of all the things? And she's not. She's just a kid who could like punch through a mountain and is probably good at math, but like doesn't understand what it's really like to be human or I don't know. And I think her mouth can become a laser cannon sometimes. I don't know. I think it's really, really interesting to have a really powerful being not be all knowledgeable or like it's not she's not painted as like an idiot. Like she's just a kid. Like there's I think that's interesting because there's the potential for growth for that character to learn and like literally grow up and grow in knowledge versus like taking one of the these hypothetically like more traveled paths. So yeah, Arale is cool. Senbei Noramaki has a rival uh, inventor, Nemesis, who randomly shows up and causes trouble. Um, and then there's Gachan, who is an alien or an angel or can it be both? I think both is like the an angel alien is his. I don't know what its thing is, uh, but he's kind of like Arale's sibling, but I, he's just there. I get that's you, you should read it. Um, I can't imagine being Senbei Noramaki and all of a sudden having this angel and android living in, in my home. Oh, and there there's this guy named Superman. Uh, he's just an ordinary guy who just happens to change in a phone booth into a Superman-esque alter ego. But he can't fly. He just, like, lays on a skateboard and, like, pushes himself around. Uh, and he's always, like, just late to whatever the crime is or something so he can help out. And he's just like, ah, you beat me to it. Um, he comes and goes from issues and it's, it's, it's fun enough, but the series is buck wild early on. Uh, there's a pet bear involved and there's, there's like a lot of poop jokes, like in boogers, but, and I may sound a little like too into it right now with the words that I'm going to say, but the poop jokes are like passive or aggressively antagonistic where the booger jokes are more often kind of like a diffusal of a situation or like the period to like end the conversation i cannot believe these are sentences that i'm saying but they seem to be functional in the storytelling versus just it's it's a it's a it's toriyama's graphic novel mechanism here like is the booger joke as like a punctuation to the bit and then it goes to the next scene i'm yeah yeah oh and in the manga books it's actually really cool because Toriyama leaves shorts about him working on the manga and he pops in as a narrator sometimes and shows up as himself in the world or just documenting his struggles as the artist and writer and it's kind of neat it's a it's a kind of neat framing device especially knowing that it's some of his earlier work and he was working with his editor for quite some time before Dr. Slump uh, started getting published so there's some honesty in the exasperation you see that's like oddly comforting, especially when you think of someone who who at least I see as like so prolific. So I've been enjoying those bits as well, especially with him like rushing to meet deadlines or just trying to get an idea out the door. Who knew? There's little bits of comfort in Dr. Slump. But yeah, Dr. Slump, I enjoy the charm. I haven't ever played any of the video games, but I have 
my eyes open and I know that there was recently an English patch for a Japanese-only PlayStation game, I should scope it out. I wonder what a video game starring Arale would be, because do you, do you just do it like Shenmue, like side quests helping your town and punch mountains or something? She's great. You can find the Viz Shonen Jump published books at bookstores near you, probably, but the internet definitely has them because it's, it's the internet. Uh, if you like Akira Toriyama and the worlds he builds and nostalgia for manga and anime from the 80s, check out Dr. Slump. It's delightful and charming and has a poop joke or two. Like, I, I know I'm, I bring it up a lot, but there's like a lot. So like, just buckle up. It, it's like the, it's like the emoji poop. It's like the, the little, like the ice cream cone swirl. That's, it's just a reminder and a warning, I guess. But thank you so much for listening to Combo Breaker. I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. And if you did, I hope you share it with a friend. Check out okretro.zone to see what's happening. And of course, you can follow okretrozone across Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram. Oh, and YouTube is a thing lately. But I hope you all have a fantastic week. Until next time. Oh, <laughs>